Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Natalie D. Today, we've got a subject for you called... Mothman. That's right, Mothman. <laughs> cryptid. He's a cryptid, right? Uh, kinda. Cryptid. He's a possible cryptid. And, uh, Natalie, who is Mothman? Mothman is a special guy who is very tall and covered in furriness or feathers that are brown or dark gray or black. And then he has big wings and big red eyes that light up. Okay, so he's roughly he's roughly human size. He's like yeah. a big human though. He's like seven feet tall. That's tall for he's a, a big human. guy. He's a big fella. And Mothman is they're just assuming because of his behavior that it's a guy, right? It's not like it. Some people, when they have pictures of him, he has like, he's shaped like a man, but he, I don't think he is, is like man based. It's just a coincidence. <laughs> okay. So- Some people, though, he is like roughly man sized, but he looks like a man with no head. And then his, his, uh, light bulb eyes are on his chest okay okay and so how do how do people know about mothman then when did this all start mothman is a figure in west virginia folklore that was seen for a period of time um between november of 1966 and december of 1967 in point pleasant west virginia Oh, so nobody's seen Mothman since then. Oh, no. People have seen him since then. But that was when... That was his main... The main period of time when sightings were really frequent. And they were experienced by large numbers of people at the same time. And it was getting major publicity in papers, like not only in the area, but nationwide. And they also had the police paying attention to it as an issue of public safety. So it was like the most intense period of people's interactions with this creature. And so Point Pleasant, West Virginia, is on the Ohio River. Right. And it's how big? It's not very big. Um, let me look up the population. I, I, is, it across, is it across the river from Marietta? Gallipolis. Gallipolis. Okay. Let's see. Point Pleasant, West Virginia, population, bang it. <laughs> 4,237 people. So there were probably, in the 60s, there were probably still just a few thousand people there. Um, probably roughly the same population then. Let me see here. Um, I can't tell. I, no, I was just saying roughly, doesn't it? Yeah, sure. Uh, but that even makes the story of Mothman more compelling because such a large number of people, like a large, a, a larger percentage of the population. <laughs> Propor- saw, yeah. Proportionally. Yeah. So how many people during Mothman's little spate during his one year or so, how many people saw or claimed were, to see Mothman? They say that there are up to around a hundred different reports of people having seen him. That's big. That's like two, two and a half percent of the population. That's right. really And that's large. assuming that there's only one person in each experience. But some of the, some of the run-ins that people had with them, there would be like four or five people with them at the time when they, when they saw him. So what would, what would Mothman do? I mean, let's face it if you're chilling out and you run out of milk and you go down you walk down to the store and you look across the street and there's mothman and he's got you said glowing eyes Uh seven feet tall Uh brown feathers or fur wings wings and mothman flies yes absolutely yeah, I would I wouldn't snitch. I wouldn't go calling no cops on Mothman, but I'd be like, Psh, you know what I just saw and I might ask the cashier at Giant Eagle. They'd be like, "How are you doing?" and I'd be like, "Not good. Just saw a combination of a man, bird, moth with red lights on their chest." <laughs> and the cashier would be like, "I've not seen it." And I'd be like, "Well, it was scary to me, so consider yourself lucky. Well, I'll just take 
this milk then. I'll see ya. <laughs> so the first the first person in the area who saw Mothman was a woman by the name of Marcella Bennett. And she was with her child and her brother and her sister-in-law. So there were four people with her during this sighting. Um, she went over to one of her relatives' house to visit somebody else, and the person wasn't there or something like that. And so they left. And when they were leaving their relative's house, she was unlocking her car door, and she looked up, and Mothman <laughs> was standing, like, near her car. Oh, just so standing there. Yes. But everybody, again, she was with four people, right? And everybody saw it. Right. And she, like, froze. And her brother screamed at her to get back in the house because he saw it, too. And she, it was her and her brother and, and her daughter who was, like, little, like a toddler. Yeah. And so her brother screams at her to get back in the house. And she, like, snaps out of it and she falls on top of her kid. <laughs> yeah. Picks her kid up. Runs into a relative's house, and they run in there and slam the door behind him and lock the doors. And then they said that Mothman went around their house and was looking in the windows and was, like, was like trying to get the doors open and shit. Well, what did he want? Nobody knows. They called the police, and when the police got there, he wasn't there anymore. Yeah. So that was in mid-October of 1966. And uh, a month later, like a little bit less than a month later... Uh, another dude by the name of Merle Partridge, who lived not in Point Pleasant, but like like the next town over or something like that. He was sitting at his house and his TV started getting all fucked up. Yeah. And his dog started making all kinds of noise outside. And he grabbed a shotgun and went out there and he saw the red eyes in the distance. And his dog ran out after it. And disappeared. And his dog was totally gone. Never came back. Never came back. And then later, two couples had Mothman chase them down the street. And they said that they saw a dead dog on the road next to where Mothman was. And then when when they came back through the area later, the dog was gone. Oh, man. So when they chased him down the street, they were driving. They were driving, and Mothman was flying, and they they were trying to outrun him, and they got up to 100 miles per hour, and it was, he was still right on him. Wow. So he flies really and fast. So <laughs> did they say, was it like a... He has wings, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. You need wings because of the whole generating lift situation, right? Right. But... How was he flapping the wings? They say that he does not flap them much. He only really flaps them when he is taking off. Okay. But it's more like a coasting thing. But he could fly up like as high as, as high as he wants. So does anybody know how much Mothman weighs? No, I don't think because no one's ever weighed him. Because it's gotta be it's gotta be a situation where his wings are either like gigundo. Yeah. Or <laughs> he's gotta be. Or he's like a little skinny guy underneath all those feathers. Yeah, he's gotta be a little guy. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, he's not gonna be able to get his ass up in the air. Right. Just with just with wings. Right. Because you can only generate so much lift. Now, I guess this, the question is then, I said, was Mothman a cryptid? And you said, maybe. So what is the generally accepted idea with Mothman? Is Mothman a supernatural presence and so not bound by the laws of physics? Or is Mothman more Bigfoot, just like outside, growing mold, chilling... In the woods. Well, he's he's not a cryptid, because if he was a cryptid, it would be like he was an animal that we just haven't discovered yet. Okay. Okay. I guess I didn't really know what the definition of cryptid was. I don't think that there's more than one Mothman. Oh. And he's, he, people say he, he would probably be either a, a supernatural presence, or he would be related to, like, UFOs aliens okay okay sure so how has anybody ever touched mothman i don't think so i don't think so um let me see here hold on i'm just trying i'm just going through like i'm thinking about mothman and i'm thinking about okay so there's something out there i want to gather evidence i want to know mothman's bird 
like lift ratio situation. Right. I want to know, has anyone ever touched him? I want to know, does he smell like stuff or anything? I don't think anyone has ever touched him. Uh, One woman who was able to see his face clearly and was able to get an extremely good look at his face, the only thing that she was able to say was how horrible and monstrous his face was. And it basically, uh, it caused, like, major, like, psychological damage to her. Like, she had problems for, like, a very long time after that. Wow. Well, and it's... Maybe that's, if Mothman is supernatural, maybe that's by design. Mothman would only reveal himself to somebody who lacked the ability to verbally describe right. other people, what he looked like. Other people have said that you can sense pure evil, and the sense of evil just overcomes them, like, if, you, if, they, if they, at the point when they saw it into his eyes, into his red eyeballs. Really? Mm-hmm. Which to me would imply like it was probably it's probably some kind of supernatural being then, because it's if all you get like specific emotions like overcoming you and also you're not able to verbalize like the horror of its face. <laughs> well, I I feel like I have not had any kind of contact with a supernatural being. You know, and since I haven't had any contact with the supernatural being, I haven't been overcome with emotion. But I think I had an experience that was close. One time I logged in to try to pay my credit card. Uh-huh. And it popped up and it was uh, Lynn Manuel Miranda <laughs> from Hamilton. And he was sitting on like some pretty place and he was looking off into like the Bay of New York or whatever that is over there. <laughs> and he was looking off and he's like, I love this credit card. It's the one I use. <laughs> and I was overcome with emotion. I was just like, I, you son of a bitch. <laughs> just, you need, don't, you know, I'm log, just, Give me a blank white screen. I'm logging into this. And, you know, maybe, you know, it's just I didn't want to see it in his combin- in his historical rap stuff. Right. Hamilton! Hamilton! Well, <laughs> and, you know, pe- people that like that say that it's very good for what it is. But... It's not... What it is is not something that either of us like. <laughs> no, it's not the cheese on my pizza, I'll tell you no. that much. Hamilton. I'm singing the theme from Hamilton. I know you're rocking out to it. Hamilton. Hamilton. <laughs> you know, and I mean, I don't have $400 to go to a theater, but if I did, I would know what happens, which is he gets on stage and he says, like, uh, you know, some presidents are big, some presidents are small, some presidents are short, and some presidents are tall, but the best president of all. And then I'm sitting there, and then the spotlight starts sweeping the audience. And it lands on me, and he points at me, and he's like, the best president of all is you. Come up on stage. (laughs) Hamilton. (laughs) Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah. Uh, they should get, they should let me on the on the on the sequel. <laughs> they should let me drive a monster truck. <laughs> I would be down with that. Maybe I would call my monster truck Mothman. That's a fucking great name for a monster truck. I would have red headlights. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> That's perfect. It would have big wheels. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you think so? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yes. Now, I I haven't been. I've very, very barely been to West Virginia. Uh-huh. The part of West Virginia I've been to like 12 times. If you look at West Virginia on a map, it looks like somebody's doing finger guns. I've been to the thumb. Yeah, we've been through the thumb. Like I've been through that thumb fucking 9,000 times. What's the city? Is it Wheeling? Uh, you go through this little area, and then you go across a bridge, and it's like, you're in West Virginia now, and there's like a bunch of buildings, and you're like, well, this is kind of cool, and then it says, you're in Pennsylvania now. Yeah, I think it's like, let's bang it. What the fuck's up with West Virginia? Let's look at it and discuss about it. See, there's Wheeling. Wheeling, yeah. And then you... We go out through 70? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, Wheeling, West Virginia. Yep. No, I I haven't been there, but I from what I know of the geography, it's mountainous. It's the Appalachian Mountains. It's very pretty. It's extremely pretty out there. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't imagine it's much different than Southern Ohio. So. No, it's uh, right next to (laughs) southeastern Ohio. Yeah, I mean. Mothman was only across the river from Ohio. And so... He's probably been to Ohio before, if I had to guess. <laughs> there's a there's a bridge mm-hmm. that connects Point Pleasant to the other side of the Ohio River. Right. And that fell down, right? Yes. And that is what... That is part of the Mothman story, is that all of the Mothman sightings happened in this you know, 14 months period prior to the bridge falling. And when the bridge fell, no one saw him after that again. Oh, so that was right in, what, December 67? Yeah. The bridge fell down, and then that was it. no one saw Mothman again there. I bet he was embarrassed. Well... I I bet he was like, people are going to blame this shit on me. Because I've been flying around... Headlights on, all this, all that. They're going to blame it on me. And they did, didn't they? Did they blame it on Mothman? (laughs) They did not blame it on Mothman. Mothman, some people say that Mothman is a harbinger of doom. (laughs) Oh. Seeing seeing Mothman is a sign that something horrible is going to happen. And so they... All of the sightings prior to the bridge, people saw it as like a as a sign. Oh, like Mothman is around, and then in retrospect, they were like, "Oh, yeah, because something bad was going to happen." It's like when the guy opens up the door in Shining, and the two girls are there. Right. He's like the right. Right. There were sightings of Mothman for a period of time before a mine disaster in Freiburg, Germany. When? Um, I don't have the year in now. I will look it up. <laughs> okay, but inter- International Mothman. No, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, I'm going to look it up. Anyways, 1978. So the Freiburg mine disaster was in 1978. Um, people said that people, there were, I'm sorry, let me start again. There were sightings of Mothman in Pripyat prior to the Chernobyl disaster. In uh, what year was that? It was in the year that Chernobyl went up. In the 80s. Yeah, in the 80s. Uh, workers at Chernobyl saw the saw him flying over the plant. People had made reports of a winged creature flying over Pripyat on numerous occasions prior to that. And then and then a whole like so many people saw it that it got the name as of the blackbird of Chernobyl. Really? Mm-hmm. And did they see him after or did he just clear out because he, he was out. like this is he cleared out after it happened that's okay. always what he does he, he's there in the time leading up to it and then something horrible happens and he's gone so do people think it's an attempt to to ward people away from something bad that's going to happen is that the prevailing idea well, nobody knows uh there were i actually saw a photograph i don't know if it was real but someone there were reports of mothman sightings in New York City before 9-11 happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they started seeing uh, Mothman in the vicinity of the towers about a week before the attack. Wow. And so this was reported at the time. It wasn't like after the fact. It's like, know. oh, you, oh, okay, you, right. I mean, we're talking about Mothman here. Yeah. <laughs> we pro- I don't know. <laughs> we are talking about Moth- <laughs> Mothman and 9-11 to... <laughs> 
<laughs> Too great taste. It tastes great to <laughs> <laughs> Uh, people claim to have seen Mothman before that bridge collapsed in Minnesota, and they said that he was near the bridge for about a month prior to its collapse. So that was that interstate bridge. It was like I-35 or something, right? Right. Uh, there were Mothman sightings in Mexico prior to the 2009 outbreak of swine flu that they had. Now that, so like bridge collapse, bridge collapse, building collapse, mine collapse, swine flu. So Chernobyl. That's like Chernobyl. Mixing it up. So really, if you see Mothman, you don't know where it's coming from. Yeah. If you're hanging out and you see Mothman, you're like, oh, whoa. <laughs> Better stay off the bridge. Better stay home. Because he's not going to, he doesn't seem I, to pretend personal disaster. It's always like a massive disaster for like a large number of people. Just a mass casualty. Event, yeah. Event, yeah. And then it turns out that Mothman was there because he was going to watch all of the trees in our neighborhood fall down at the same time. <laughs> Onto everybody's houses. Yeah. Wow, we should have hit out in the fucking mine. Right. So, yeah, so that is part of the reason that some people think that Mothman is probably a supernatural being as opposed to being... An animal. An animal. Right, right. And so cryptozoologists are not particularly interested in Mothman because they're trying to, like, find new animals. Okay, sure. And so, let me see here. Okay, so, along with Mothman, around the same time in Point Pleasant, people were having interactions with this weird dude who was extremely weird. Yeah. And people had these interactions with this guy, who, and it was he was extremely strange, and people do not know what he was either. But it was around the same time as Mothman, and so people are not sure if they are related or if it was just coincidental yeah but around the same time in the same area there was a guy who they referred to as the smiling man and he was human-like but he people had interactions with him at times when there was also ufo activity going around and so wait so there's mothman and then there's smiling man and then also they're like, oh, yeah. And this was around the same time we saw all those UFOs. Is Now, this is true. What I just said is right. is what happened. Right. So they were just having... They're having issues. <laughs> okay. No, I'm just, I'm just clarifying that this all happened contemporaneously. Right. Okay, go right. ahead. Go ahead. So he was first seen October 16th of 1966, which was, I'm going back in my notes, the same date that the woman had the first sighting of Mothman. Oh, okay. So two boys saw him standing near a fence, and they wa they were walking towards him, and he was, like, grinning at them psychotically. Then he chased the kids, and so they reported the, the interaction with them. And they said that he was tall and bald, and he was wearing a green suit that was kind of metallic looking, and he was just very freaky. And so that was like a pretty that was like a pretty low interaction experience that people had with him. On November second, so it was two weeks after that, the kids got chased by him. This dude named Woodrow Derenberger was driving home and heard a crash. And then a vehicle landed in front of him, and he said it looked like a kerosene lamp, kind of, and it had, like, flames shooting out of both ends of it. <laughs> yeah. And the smiling guy came out. Yeah. And walked up to Derenberger and spoke to him telepathically. And he introduced himself to this, to this dude as Indrid Cold. And so that's the guy, that's the, this alien presence's name. Okay. Okay, all right. And he was trying, he tried to be reassuring to to Woodrow Derenberger and was like, I'm just like a regular guy. <laughs> and he said, you can go ahead and call the cops if you want to. It's like no big deal. And then he 
was going back to his vehicle and he's like, we're going to, I'm going to come up and talk to you like later also in the future. Like I'm going to talk to you a few more times after this. And then he went away. He flew off in his little thing. In his kerosene lamp. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Darren Berger said that Indrid Cold told him that he was from the, the planet Lanulos or from the planet Lanulos. Okay. Okay. In the galaxy of Genomedes, which I I don't know is that a galaxy? You tell me, brother. <laughs> if uh, if you know, let us know. <laughs> leave a leave a comment on the article garbagebrainuniversity.com. You can click the little speech bubble. Leave us a comment. Let us know if you know about galaxies and, for that matter, telepathic men who travel in kerosene lamps. Right. Right. Uh, apparently, when Woodrow Derenberger was talking to Indrid Cold, he said that he had two other guys with him, and their names were Demo Hassan and Carl Ardo. <laughs> Carl, that's a good name for an alien. Carl Ardo. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a fashion designer, doesn't it? <laughs> it's a, yeah, it does. It's pretty good. Demo Hassan. Maybe it's pronounced Demo. I don't know. D-E-M-O. So, one thing I will say is I don't give a shit about outer space. Do you? I... I I just don't give a shit. You know, it's kind of... I mean, you can think about it philosophically, and it's kind of like... Let's say you get some dice, and you roll them around, and without looking at them, you throw them in a box, and you tape the box shut, and you say, well, those dice might all be on six in that box. Right. They might all be turned up. They might all be sixes. I don't there's probably like ones or snake eyes, sixes are probably spider eyes or something. So we got all spider eyes in that box, but you don't know cuz right? Right. Now imagine the box is so far away that you would die before you got 0.01% of the way there. Right. Just of age. <laughs> Just of being alive too long. So it's to me it's fine. But it's trivial. And just the idea also of extraterrestrials in outer space really pales to, like, my experience of, like, the whole universe. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Because, like, how long have we been around? A while. 30-odd years. And all the stuff in our bodies has been around longer. Let's just say longer. <laughs> well, I mean, we were here, but we didn't experience it. And all the stuff in our bodies was here the whole time when there was lightning hitting the pond and made the first virus or whatever. I don't remember all the details of how Uncle Fester farted. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like the whole beginning of the world and stuff. You know, there was so long that happened that I still need to catch up on. And that's just here on Earth. So, honestly, fuck these other galaxies, right? Right. It's just like you have a dog, and your dog is a small dog, and your dog is in a fenced-in yard, right? And let's say there's no other dogs in the neighborhood, right? So, but let's say you're in Columbus, Ohio, in the United States, in North America, in in this particular part of the globe is it's just whistling through fucking space right and let's say that your dog finds out that there's a there's another dog in arizona (laughs) yeah what's he gonna do about that (laughs) so your dog has to escape the yard and then walk to arizona Mm -hmm. so the existence of the other dog at that point is trivial the dog should just enjoy his yard is what i think Right. It's Especially a nice... since he might get to Arizona, and that might be a very big and very mean dog. <laughs> <laughs> and he might not be interested in being friends. <laughs> you know, the adventures of Milo and, Milo and Otis could have gone a very different direction. Right. Right. So... <laughs> Aaron Berger got visited more by Indrid Cold, and he brought around Carl and Demo. <laughs> yeah. And two other men saw 
an elongated object land in front of their vehicle and then saw Indrid Cold getting out of the vehicle. Oh, shit, really? Yes. And they said that he asked them a bunch of seemingly pointless questions and then left. And around the same period as all the other sightings, there was a family in Point Pleasant that was having poltergeist activity in their home. Mm-hmm. And their daughter saw Indrid Cold in her room. Hmm. So they're okay. not sure if he is an alien or if he is some kind of like supernatural being also. Okay, so the diff so just to clarify, the difference between an alien and supernatural being is an alien is somebody who exists in in It's a life form the, that lives in space and it's real. It lives in three dimensions. Right. That the three dimensions we perceive. A supernatural being has a way to to travel and exist outside of our three dimensions of space that we perceive, right? Right. Okay. So you know what I like the most about Indrid Cold is it sounds like somebody who doesn't speak English trying to come up with like names, but trying to make them be regular guys, but like they just weren't used to writing the letters. And, like, Carl Ardo. It's, like, almost a name. <laughs> like, they all sound like really weird names. Like, like, like if, uh, if, you, if you made a computer program to invent names. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I, I think that, you know, if an alien comes and the alien has some weird name, it's, like, whatever. But the fact that there's an unexplained presence, whether it's alien or supernatural in origin... The fact that they tried very hard to make normal American names is really funny to me. It's very much like it's it's charming. It's it's exactly it's Homer Simpson being like regular guys are named Carl and Lenny. <laughs> right, right. So yeah, so that's the other thing is who was that Inverted Cold guy? Why was he around at the same time that Mothman was? So are he- they buddies? Do they, do they, are they enemies or is it just a coincidence that they are there at the same time? Well, it, it seems, it seems obvious to me that it's like a Kyle Reese and T-1000 situation. Like one is going after the other, but like, right. Yeah. I mean, if suddenly two supernatural beings showed up. I think even if you didn't see Terminator, I think you would assume they knew each other. <laughs> so like if me <laughs> like if me and you showed up at a school event <laughs> we came separately. <laughs> yeah. Somebody who didn't know you would be like, Are you looking for that guy? Are you looking for the weird guy? <laughs> yeah so another uh common thing with people who had interactions with uh mothman and with indrid cold is that afterwards they got hassled by what they thought were like government agents like men in black types and we get harassing phone calls from like people who make reports about this stuff really Mm -hmm. so it was just phone calls or would would like humans come to their house and hassle them and ask them questions um i seem like it was mostly phone calls but they may have had visits also i have so many notes on fucking mothman you gotta bear with me (laughs) and i didn't even you know i didn't even consider that there a three-letter government agency might have been involved in it right right but or I they'd mean, be trying to cover it up. Yeah. I think that would probably be it. I don't imagine that the government is in cahoots with Mothman. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's, see, it's not, it, it's not that I think they were. It's just that somebody somewhere would have the idea. They'd be like, you know that supernatural entity? And the other guy would be like, oh, yeah. Headlight titties. And the first guy's like, well, we call him Mothman, but listen, we've got a plan to scare poor people and measure how much they pee. <laughs> like, that's... that. 
They, they're straight up. <laughs> that's yeah. Maybe that's, that's plausible. <laughs> Suddenly, it's very plausible, right? Right, right. So, what would you do if you saw a Mothman? See, it's like it's like very situation. It's very situation dependent. I... Well, let's say I was in West Virginia and I was just walking through the town. Sure. And I was like, uh, "Boy, it's good to be here." Mm-hmm. And then I saw something that was seven feet tall, big wings, red lights wings flying maybe knocking on the window trying to get in my first thought oh no oh no because <laughs> like at any point in the day i just have i have stuff to do right and then what i like to do is just wind myself up like a like a top uh-huh. and then when there's like an hour or two hours left in the day i'm like ah well I'm going to really aggressively relax now. <laughs> right. So in all the Mothman sightings, we're at night, right? Uh-huh. So like I would, I might be out and I'm like, okay, you know what? I've been working really hard all day. I'm going to go take a relaxing walk. It's nice and cool at night. It's quiet. It's dark. I'm just going to relax. I'm going to clear my mind. And then Mothman shows up. I'd be like, "Now I gotta fucking deal, deal with this." With this, <laughs> right? Like, and also, it's like, "Oh, great! Now I'm scared." Like, my if I don't go to bed by midnight, it's like hard for me because of my sleep cycles and all this. And I'm gonna have trouble sleeping. And I'm just gonna start. He's just gonna be there, shining his red lights, and I'm gonna be like, "I'm just." I'm going to start worrying about, like, the next day I'm going to be in a bad mood. I'm going to be really tired. Right. It's just going to it's just gonna be, like, more weight on the old sled <laughs> for yeah. me. Right. And it's like, what, how can you hurt me more than I hurt myself, Mothman? <laughs> Mothman will be like, geez, God, bummer town. I'm gonna go spook somebody else. <laughs> that's why. That's why the smiling man, Mothman, all the men come to disturb some man named like Wilbur Good Shorts. <laughs> so Wilbur's like, that's fantastic, a rocket ship. I'm gonna tell the cops and the people in the town. And I'd be like, shift fucking. <laughs> so I, do I look like I need to deal with a rocket ship right, right now? Right. Yeah. I don't know what I would do if I saw a Mothman. I'd probably try to get a good look at him. <laughs> 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 so I could be like the best eyewitness report of what he looks like. <laughs> try to get over to the side and stuff. Get, get, get a good... Get some depth. Pers- you're bobbing your head back and forth <laughs> like you're doing depth perception. Yes, yes. I'm taking it all in. Get a good look at him. That, that's what I would want to do. Get an old 3D pic of that boy. Maybe try to sneak a little cell phone pic. Yeah. Yeah, that, that would be, I think now that's what people would do is they would try. And it would be, you know what it would be like? You know when they say, oh, it's the super moon, oh, it's the harvest moon, it's the big orange boy, right? Right. <laughs> and you go out and you're driving home and you're like, fuck, moon's awful close. I don't think it should be that close. Right. And then you go to take a pic of it and then you're like, man. You go and you look at the pic and you show the pic to somebody and they're like, yeah, that's the moon. And you're like, no, it's fucking huge though. And they're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. The moon is really big. It's very big. <laughs> Good job. That's a big moon. So, <laughs> so if you took a picture of Mothman, it would be like all black and it would just be like RGB noise. <laughs> and there'd be like some little red lights. Yeah. <laughs> right. And you'd show, right. And if you showed somebody, they'd be like, well, maybe it was somebody with a disc man <laughs> out there listening to compact discs. <laughs> Maybe it was. Uh, do you think you want to guess? Do you want to guess? Do you want to guess, guess, guess? 
What do people think that Mothman is? That is not a weird thing. <laughs> I would I would love to try to guess the things that Mothman <laughs> the things that people think that Mothman is a thing that's not a weird thing. Right. So that so that was in that <laughs> that was actually what you were asking me, the thing that I just said. <laughs> Because I'm not, I'm not sure how to answer that. What I meant to say was, guess what people say Mothman is. That is a real thing. <laughs> what do the party poopers try to poop on it with? So you want me to guess the realistic explanations yes. for Mothman. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, I think number one... Is that it's just a guy. No, I don't think anyone said it's a guy. Does anybody think it's like a really big bird? Bonk, a giant bird. They think it's a giant bird. Woo. I, uh, birds can only get so big before they can't fly, though, right. right? And they certainly can't fly 100 miles per hour. I don't think, no. I think that birds can fly pretty fast, but I don't think any of them can fly can fly that fast. Right. Right down on the Earth's surface. Do people say that it is like a machine? No. I don't want to say robot, but like a machine? No. But you guess a different kind of bird. <laughs> I said bird and you said yes, bird is an answer. Yeah. And you're and then you said to guess a different kind of bird. <laughs> Basically, all just different kinds of birds. Oh. <laughs> the answer to all of them is birds. <laughs> Sorry, I was just trying to make up a quiz on the fly. <laughs> I know, I... I... <laughs> I appreciate it. It's just very... <laughs> you did a good job. No, we just... <laughs> no, we figured out what the quiz actually is, which is to list the kind of birds that people said Mothman is because they think he's a bird. <laughs> See, it's, it's still... It's hard to express very simply, right? Well, yeah. It's birds, though. Um, they also think he might be an owl. Just like on the staircase. <laughs> this is the original staircase. <laughs> I can't believe I sat through all that entire show and then the bird did it. That was like 13 hours or th- something. Yeah. And then it was really fucking long. Dragging out all those guys' personal... It was a bird. The owl did it. After all that, the owl did it and then he still probably killed his first wife. Yeah. It wasn't his first wife, it was his neighbor. Yeah. Or something. I don't fucking know. Anyway, they think that, you know, I would rather just say it's Mothman. Oh, yeah. If you could pick, I mean, just in this area of the country, just, I feel like Mothman, if he came here, he would be like, this is fantastic because it's so flat. Once he gets up in the air, he can probably see a lot further. There's also more stuff going on because it's not a small town in West Virginia on the river. Like, if you went down the river here in Columbus, boy, there'd be more stuff. (laughs) It's like 2 million people here instead of, like, 4,000. Right, right. There's a lot more stuff to do. As far as what kind of birds is Mothman, I mean, honestly, I'm thinking... I know it's not an answer to the question, but I'm thinking Pokemon... Like, you think Mothman's a Pokemon? I think if anything, I mean, <laughs> now that's ridiculous. <laughs> uh huh. No, it's just it's very Pokemon-like because he's got all these characteristics, and then he does stuff that's not realistic, and then he's got red lights. And then if you get shiny Mothman, it's just blue lights instead of red. 
just like, it's all the fucking same. Right. Right. Uh, some people say that he can walk. He usually doesn't, though. He can walk, but when he walks, he walks more like a penguin. <laughs> oh, so he has he has human style legs. Yeah, he has he's bipedal. Yeah, when he's not flying around. Okay, okay. And then what's up with his arms? Does he have arms? I guess. Yeah, sure. He needs something to snatch those dogs with. <laughs> <laughs> those dogs snatching was... arms. <laughs> now. You know, the dog ran away and the dog didn't come back. And so, like, honestly, I was a little disappointed when you said somebody's like, and then they found a dead dog and it's probably just that guy's dog. Because just the idea of a dog becoming moth dog is like, <laughs> it's too, it's too good. It's Mothman's best friend. <laughs> So, on the scale of 1 to 10, how, where would you rank Mothman on the scale of most likely or least likely to be a real guy? So, 10 would be most, 10 would be most likely to be real. Yeah. Like, aliens would probably be a 10. So, (laughs) so what, what do you think, what do you think is the, so, anyway, okay, so... (laughs) I'm just trying to fill up time, baby. <laughs> so least likely to be real is stuff that's definitely... Not real. Like def- vampires. Okay. Okay. So vampires are a one. Yeah. Aliens are a ten. Right. So you're talking about unusual phenomena. Yeah. Mothman's percent that he's real... I'm gonna go with a three. I was gonna say three too. I think that's a good that's a good point to put him at. Really? Yeah. I thought I was being pessimistic, but I just don't. I just do not really. I'll, I'll tell you the things that make Mothman more believable is that Mothman did not have anything profound to say. If you're like, yeah, this guy just showed up and he said he gave us a bunch of life lessons and then he disappeared, <laughs> like. That's a one. That shit ain't real. Right. Yeah. And then Moth and then Mothman stood up and clapped. No. No, that's not real. As far as like the government giving thousands of people syphilis and then not giving them syphilis medication, that's a ten. That's a ten, baby. Where would you put Bigfoot on the list? I would put Bigfoot above Mothman. I would put Bigfoot at five. I I would say let's go halfway with Bigfoot because humans live in the woods and humans can, like, grow hair and get mold on them and stuff, uh-huh. right? You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, one of the things you pointed out is there's no dead Bigfoots. Uh-huh. And, you know, I, I've seen some counter-arguments to that, but... Uh, and, what are the counter-arguments to there not being any dead Bigfoots? Um, I, I, don't rem- <laughs> I don't remember off the top of my head, but... <laughs> like, they transport them and they do rituals with them and they have a special place where they put them because... Uh, I Who get- does? There's like a... F- <laughs> what? <laughs> Why didn't you bring this up when we were talking about Bigfoot? You know about all these, like, conspiratorial Bigfoot death rituals and corpse transport? <laughs> I didn't say. I was just saying it was it was brought up to me. I think a, a friend of ours brought it up after the fact. But, uh, no, I think, Big, I think Bigfoot is more likely than Mothman because the idea of, oh, this guy only shows up when something goes wrong, but then... It's like always something like, oh, reactor number three ran out of water, and then we had Chernobyl. Right. Like, that's, my work here is done. <laughs> he flies back to West Virginia. Like I don't think he always lives in West Virginia, Andy. <laughs> because they haven't, he hasn't been around there since the bridge fell down, remember? 
where was Mothman before? You know, oh, okay. Point Pleasant, Mothman. Fall of 1966 until December of 1967 when the Point Pleasant bridge collapsed. Yeah. Right? Right. 1966, 1967. You know where he was before that? Hmm. Dallas, 1963. <laughs> That's only one guy, though. Yeah, there was just like a weird shadow at the book depository. It's like, oh, what did, oh, you returning your books, Mothman? <laughs> I think that I would put Bigfoot at the same level or maybe even below Mothman. Really? I really don't think that Bigfoot is real. I I think it It's more likely than a vampire, but I don't think it's I don't think it is. Yeah, and and I put I put Mothman above Bigfoot because there are so many sighting reports of people, and they are all like describing him the same way, and it's like large groups of people, and they're like actually traumatized by it. Yeah, Bigfoot is Bigfoot doesn't traumatize people. He he doesn't he doesn't have sightings like that. So if Mothman is a three and Bigfoot is a two and vampires are a one. Mm-hmm. What is what is something that you think is very likely to be real? Ghosts. Oh, I, well, yeah. I would say ghosts are a six or, or probably a seven or an eight. Or, an, or a nine or a 9.2. I tried, I tried to maintain a little bit of skepticism. I would say that they're probably eight. And that's just like because, I, you know, I had that ghost grab me that one time. <laughs> That was pretty fucked up. You had multiple ghost experiences. I had that ghost pull on my earrings and shit. It was very weird. So, yeah. but I am open to someone explaining to me why that was not a ghost. I, I, I'm, I'm still open to someone's explanation of what happened. Sure. And are there any rational explanations for Mothman? Or do people just... It's a, it's a bird. But, like... It, birds don't do that, guys. So the idea is that they think it's a bird, and then there was like light reflecting off the bird's yeah eyeball and refracting, so you get like red. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just don't think that's what's up. So it's just so the operative explanation for Mothman is that it is a relatively large bird, but not a full human bird. And this explains the discrepancies in Mothman's physical form. And also the fact is that if you have low light conditions, like at night Mm -hmm. in West Virginia, then you're not using all of the visual cells like in your retina, right? Mm -hmm. And so you have a limited amount of information that's being sent to your brain and it is very likely a lot harder to generate depth perception and, and location information using your stereo vision, right? Right. So you might perceive due to low light or ambient light or whatever, you might perceive a really big owl or hawk or eagle, because there are eagles around here. Mm -hmm. You might perceive a big bird of prey as being larger than it is, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I guess that's a very feasible explanation for Mothman. So there's but how did he fly at 100 miles per hour when people were trying to get away from him? And how did, was he trying to bang on the door to get the doors to open at Lee's house? Birds don't do that. Right. Well, a bird would... So one time I was walking by the church, and I'm just walking, and a pigeon flies in front of me full speed... Into And you know how a church has like 99 doors? Mm-hmm. It just flies full speed into the fucking glass door and bonks it like I've never heard a clearer onomatopoetic bonk. It was, <laughs> yeah. it was just bonk, just yeah. like that. The bird falls on the ground and lays there for a minute. And I was like, is this bird fucking dead? Then he flips over and he flies away. I think a bird could do that to a house. A bird does that a couple times because there's lights inside. And a freaked out family is like, he's trying to break in. <laughs> that didn't sound like what their, their, their description of it was. You know, just let's say you're an eagle and you think there's a mouse in the house. Maybe you see a mouse in the house. You really try to get in and you jiggle the doorknob. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, I had a duck that did that. <laughs> so, if if you have any experience with Mothman, please let us know. Uh, we haven't, and just the idea that Mothman was a harbinger of Chernobyl and 9-11 just seems a little... <gasps> you know what? What? I figured it out. What? Okay. Mothman, uh-huh. responsible for or tied to many of the disasters of the 20th and early 21st centuries, mm-hmm. right? Large, seven-foot birdman. You know who else was a large... Seven foot bird man. Big bird. Big bird. You know where I'm going with this. 1986. January 1986. The astronauts prepare to board the Challenger. The original plan for the Challenger was to put Big Bird on the Challenger. Right. The large bird. The big Large bird, big bird. <laughs> At the last minute, they pulled the Muppet off and put on another teacher instead. <laughs> then they shot that motherfucker up. I feel like maybe if you go back, there are more big birds tied to other tragedies. <laughs> what really happened to Mr. Hooper? <laughs> It was an owl. <laughs> that's, that's always the answer at the end. It was always the owl. <laughs> you don't have to watch the nine hour, 12 hour episodes to get to it. They didn't even fucking mention that owl until the very end. They didn't even suggest like in the third or fourth episode that maybe it was the owl. No, they just threw that out. After they got you through the whole thing, you're like, and then, by the way, oh, it was probably an owl. Yeah, we think it was an owl. Anyway, roll credits. <sighs> so what did you learn about Mothman today? You know, you told me earlier today, and sometimes Natalie will keep it a secret, and sometimes Natalie will tell me ahead of time uh, what she's compiling information on. And she told me earlier today, and... um. I looked and I found there's an app. It's called a Mothman app. Right. And so I said, is it is it okay if I if I get it? I don't want to spoil what we're working on. She said it's probably it's probably fine. <laughs> so I got it and it turned out to just be like a marketing thing. There's a Mothman Museum in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. They have an annual festival with moth cakes and stuff. I don't know. I didn't research it. But I guess they do that and people go there and they say Mothman uh, while they're looking in the mirror. I, I don't know. <laughs> Is that what they do? Is it like Bloody Mary? Like, you you get in the bathroom and you turn all the lights off. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and you turn your disc man on for the red lights. But so... And you go, Mothman, Mothman, Mothman. And he jumps out of the fucking mirror. He eats your face off. Ah! And he doesn't... He was never implicated in killing anybody. No, but he will if you do that bathroom thing. Yeah, and then (laughs) at that point, it's your... It's kind of your... It's your fault. Yeah, I don't want to blame the victim. Let's not do that. <laughs> um, so the Mothman app turned out to be just basically an ad for the Mothman Museum, which is like a not a very large building in Point Pleasant, and it just has a bunch of news clippings and pictures, and then it has like a Mothman puppet, and you can get a shirt, right? Well, no, and you know, our friend Alyssa went to the Mothman Museum, and when I told her that we were doing Mothman today, she sent me a bunch of pictures when she went, and so I will put those in the newsletter. Hey. I also have some pictures of Mothman, and I got some pictures of Indrid Cold. That's fantastic. That's great. Deal with it. I'm glad people are going to be able to see it. You're going to have to go to garbagebrainuniversity.com. You're going to have to subscribe to the newsletter to see it. Get it automatically in your inbox when we release a new episode. But uh, 
this app ended up being an advertisement for the museum, and um, but they had a message board on it. It was a very sparsely posted on message board. It was mostly people posting pictures of their dogs wearing like a little handkerchief that says uh, Mothman. Right. <laughs> and so I registered an account. I just said, and they said, log in. I was like, they're probably not going to check it. So I said, I was mothman at gmail.com. <laughs> I just posted on there and I said, hey, quit looking for me. <laughs> I don't think it's, do people, are people looking for I mean, that's the name of the game if you don't know if somebody's out there. Check it out. If you don't know if somebody's out there and you want to know, you have to look for them. That's true. <laughs> that's true. So, will that be reported as a Mothman sighting? <laughs> I think that everyone needs to like go out and try to see weird shit more. I think we need to have more sightings, not of just Mothman, but all of that stuff. So everyone needs to go like out into the woods somewhere and just like sit in the dark and see what happens. If nothing else, it'll be quiet, right? Right. You get mosquito bites. Well, the quiet is nice. Yeah. You could uh, pet a deer a bit. I don't think... I don't want to... <laughs> do you want to pet a deer? Don't you? Wouldn't you, wouldn't you give no. it a try? No. I bet you they would feel like a goat. Yeah. Oh, so here's the difference is a goat is a friend to you and I. <laughs> a deer is like a... You know what a deer is like to me? A what? deer is like a dog with no soul. But it's not though. It's all teeth and no smiles. It's like a it's like the giraffe of goats. A deer is all <laughs> A deer is all claws, no paws. <laughs> uh, I still see it giraffe of goats. If you got the very smallest baby deer and you pet it, that's just because it's not old enough to carry out what it really wants to do. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You're just tr- making up excuses of why you're scared to pet a deer. I'm not. I'm not scared <laughs> to pet a deer. See, the thing is, is whenever I watch, and this is like just whatever, whatever my hormones are, or whatever. Uh, but whenever I watch videos, and there's like a person, and then there's an animal, and then the animal kind of like starts chasing after them, the people always panic. And they run away. But there's like definitely a scale where like, yeah, I would I would get out of there. Like at a certain scale, right? Uh-huh. If a reindeer, because they're so big, if a reindeer yeah. was charging at me, I'd be like, you dumbass. You could really hurt me. And you probably, because reindeer are not evil, but whatever. Uh, but like a normal deer, like I could take a deer. And certainly there's videos I've seen many times of grown-ups. That's right, big people. <laughs> and they're going about their day and a goose starts snapping at them and hissing at them and they run away from the goose. To me, it's a matter of like... Punching the goose in the head. <laughs> Pop it. Like... No, and it's not, no, and it's not about violence. I mean, either one of us would be capable of destroying a goose. I can break it. In combat, absolutely, yeah. It's just, here's the thing. When you are at a park and there's a bunch of geese mobbed up and they're like, shh, what's up, shh, right? Right. And they act hard. Has Have any of them ever eaten a person? No. Have I ever eaten a goose? Yes. Have you ever eaten a person? Me? <laughs> yes. Well, we hope we've learned something today. <laughs> All right. Next episode, we're going to talk about cannibalism. I don't think we will. I don't think people like that. I think, it's, I think it's unsettling to people. You know, and yet they made a whole movie, and when it came down to it, you, you read the book. 
Pierce, Pierce Paul Reed, right? Oh, Alive? yeah. Alive. I read the book. Alive? I read the book when I was like in fifth grade. Yeah, and they crashed in the Andes, the Andrew Mountains, as they are known <laughs> formally. Andes is just their nickname. <laughs> and then, as I recall, they were all sitting around. They were getting hungrier and hungrier, and they were like, fuck. And then finally, because it's all like frizzos, and then finally... <laughs> <laughs> they got in there and they cut another dude's ass off and they ate his ass. That's where they started. And who can blame them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would probably do the leg first if I was picking. Where would you start? <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I wouldn't want to eat a raw person. That's just... Well, it's, you, you have to. <laughs> we're not doing it for fun. We're, we're do you, stuck in the end. Do, rem- do, rem- <laughs> do you remember when they would do that game where it's like, would you rather kiss a walrus or put a bee in your armpit? <laughs> yeah. You have to eat the person. <laughs> you don't even have a microwave. <laughs> You're stuck in the Andrews. Like, I would just, it's like, if I go to a restaurant, I will just freeball it, and I will just wait till the menu comes, and then I will see what I'm feeling in the moment, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I would do with the ass. But I think they started with the ass, because I think the guy was face down, and it was, like, up above the snow. Right. It was sticking out of the snow, so they didn't have to dig down in the snow. So that's where I would start. Whatever part was sticking up. Yeah. No, no need to get picky. <laughs> Wherever Lord do. Well, Natalie. <laughs> did you learn anything about Mothman today? I, of course I did. And now everybody else did too. I learned about it. You learned about it. Our billions of listeners learned about it. And you know, if you're in a rural part of America and a man crashes his kerosene lamp in front of you, <laughs> steps out in an iridescent suit and says, my name is Bobson Dugnut. <laughs> You'll know you're on the right track. <laughs> Maybe Mothman's around too at the same time. <laughs> Maybe Mothman's a coming. <laughs> Watch out. So if you haven't already, review us on iTunes, only iTunes. I don't care if you review us on anything else. But at the end of the day, nothing matters. Nothing is real, especially not M-Man. <laughs> but thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again soon. Good night. Good night.